what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 15 of the Fantasy Formula brought to you by TheMesh.TV. It is with great pleasure that I welcome a special guest today on December the 15th um, of the Fantasy Formula. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stand up and give a rousing applause to my buddy, manager of... What had happened was Mr. Will Rowland. Will, so glad to have you here today, buddy. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Glad uh, Addison was being detained by, uh, I think, the Wilkes County Police Department. We'll talk about that story (laughs) next week in episode 16, ladies and gentlemen, so stay tuned. Uh, So, uh, Will, last week, many teams started their playoffs. Fortunately, I had a since I won our division, I had a bye and was uh, able to watch everybody scramble and sweat as uh, playoff week one went by. Uh, in our league, Davy drives a Hummer. What happened exactly? Do you recall what happened? What to had happened was uh, there it is. We actually went to the Panthers game together, yes. and as I was sitting there in the parking lot on uh, our buddy Tucker Hines' iPad, showed AP was going to be out, so I had to make a quick decision on whether to start Julio Jones or Santonio Holmes. You're all going to guess how this went. And with the sound of your voice here, I guess you probably chose Santonio Holmes. Yes, you are correct, and it bit me. Sometimes that happens, Will. Playoff fantasy football, it's wild and woolly. You never know who to choose. You never know what's going to happen. But at least you did make the playoffs in that, that league, so job well done. Uh, to everybody who did advance to to uh, the second week of the playoffs, this is the final four for many, many leagues. Guys, it's going to be great. We've got some good info to share with you. And with that being said, let's roll right into the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Will, you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Moving to the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to start in hot Atlanta. The hot Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons host the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. Uh, Will, the Jacksonville Jaguars, what did they do? They put up a good, good fight against the – actually, they beat the Buccaneers 41-14 yeah, to 14 at home. They rolled them. Jacksonville's D really stepped up to get that win at MJD. Four touchdowns on the ground, Will. Or two touchdowns on the ground, two in the air, 27 for 85 for Jones Drew on the ground, and two touchdowns through the air. Gabbert, respectable day, 217 for two touchdowns. They travel to – Thursday night action, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We have a Thursday night game. They travel to Atlanta. The Falcons squeaked a win against those Carolina Panthers. Let me get that rawr. Rawr. Uh, 31. Wow, that was not a good rawr. You caught me off guard oh, there, buddy. I'm used to doing the Panthers growl. I understand. I don't I understand. do the Jacksonville growls. True. Uh, well, that was this was supposed to be a Panther growl because the Falcons beat the Panthers last oh, week. Oh, that's right. Feel that's me? right. 31-23, Matt Ryan, monster day, 320 for four touchdowns. Michael Turner, not much on the ground, 76 carries on 21 yards. But Julio Jones, the dude who was sitting on your bench, goes for three receptions, a buck four and two touchdowns. Very nice fantasy day. Will, Jacksonville, at Atlanta, Thursday night football, what you think? I'm liking Atlanta in this one just because it is at home and they play so well at home. And you get Matt Ryan on the turf. He's going to chuck it all around the field, I think. So, and plus, 
there's going to come a point where Maurice Jones-Drew is going to get dinged up. They're using that guy so much. But that's I'm just, I'm just saying Atlanta. I'm going with Atlanta on this one. Dude, I concur with you. Atlanta at home, as we mentioned at least 13 times during the fantasy formula, they are just a different team at home. They've got a lot to play for. Still looking for that playoff, uh, playoff berth. Jacksonville, I think it's two Thursday night games and one Monday night game in the last four games. So anyway, they're not playing on much rest. Uh, Jacksonville's secondary completely decimated. Seven defensive backs out for them. So this is their eighth and ninth defensive back. They're starting. Atlanta likes to throw the ball. I like Atlanta in a big, big way, laying the 11.5 to get it done at home. On to the next one, Will. We're traveling to Tampa Bay. Those Tampa Bay Buccaneers who got drugged by the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, 41-14. Through the air, Josh Freeman. What has happened to Joshua? 16 for 30, 181. He was everybody's preseason fantasy sleeper. He's done absolutely nothing this year. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt on the ground, 18 for 74 and a touchdown. Kellen Winslow through the air, 2 for 38. They will travel to those Dallas Cowboys. Will, did you stay up on Sunday night and watch the Dallas uh, Giants game? I watched part of it, but unfortunately I fell asleep. One too many beers. I understand the feeling. Actually, I didn't even make it to the beginning of the game because we went to the Panther game. Do you remember? <laughs> That's so, exactly right. Chad went sleepy time very early. <laughs> anyway, that game was a 37-34 shootout. The Cowboys lose another close one at home, and it it comes down to another. Was it a field goal miss or something? Yeah, he missed another field goal. Uh, he This time he was iced by the opposing coach, not That's his right. own coach. Good point, good point. So last week for Dallas, Romo, great game, 321 and four touchdowns. He seems like the only one that's really consistently playing well for the Cowboys. The defense not getting it done. Offensively, not much happening on the ground. However, Felix Jones, 106, replacing DeMarco Murray, who got injured yep. in that game. That was a yeah, he's on injured reserve now. He's out for the year. Uh, Laurent Robinson, four for a buck, 37 and a touchdown. Will, Dallas traveling to Tampa Bay. Dallas needs to get a win. Do they do it in Tampa? This is Dallas all the way. They got to win. Tampa's offense is horrible because Josh Freeman has just been a no-show all year long. Uh, you know, I think Miles Austin might be back this week. Yep. Or he's, he's back, maybe a little bit healthier than he has been. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Dallas all day long. All right, Addison. I mean, Addison. <laughs> I said Addison oh, no. I was, because I'm disagreeing with you just like I always do with Addison. Here's my thought on this game. Dallas should roll in this game because they got to get a win. Right. I think Dallas is a little overrated. And especially when they're on the road, Tampa Bay has shown nothing the last three weeks. I think they show a little heart. This is a big game. This is kind of like their Super Bowl because they ain't going to the playoffs. they got no other big games left after this one. I think Tampa Bay puts up a fight. Dallas gets the win. But Tampa Bay covers the line. The number is six. That Las Vegas odds maker set it at six. And I'm going to take those six points. Tampa Bay plus the six. You call me Addison again. You're on your own for the rest of the show, buddy. <laughs> my bad. All right. Next up, my friend, Washington Redskins travel to those New York Giants. We just talked about them a, a second ago. They played the Cowboys last week. Eli continues his torrid streak, 400 yards and two touchdowns on 27 for, for 47. Brandon Jacobs, three weeks in a row. Three touchdowns uh, all for those last three weeks and 100 yards. His first 100-yard game in 12 months. Good job, Brandon Jacobs. And Hakeem Nix does it again through the air, eight for 163. They travel or they host those Washington Redskins. Their skins put up a really, really valiant effort against the Patriots last week. Um, I think Sexy Rexy, let me find him real quick. Sexy Rexy had a pretty good game, 252 and two touchdowns. Roy Halou, the rookie phenom, 27 carries for a buck 26 on the ground. Will, 
Washington Giants, big NFC East matchup. Who gets the win? You know, this is probably going to be one of the better matchups of Sunday, if you ask me. You got a divisional game. You got Washington playing pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Rex playing pretty good. And then on the other side of the ball, you got Eli, who's been lights out. And if Brandon Jacobs can continue and find his stride, this is a toss-up for me. But since it is at the Giants, I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants. Gotcha. Would it change anything if I told you that those Las Vegas odds makers out in the desert made the Giants a seven and a half point favorite? Then I'm going Washington. Bingo. I like the Giants just like you, Wilbur. I like the Giants for the outright win, but they're not giving the Redskins any credit. This isn't the John Beck Redskins. This is the Rex Grossman That's right. Redskins. That's two different complete teams. I like the Skins to cover the number seven and a half against the Giants on the road in the Meadowlands. Next up, brother, we're going to Kansas City. And if I was those Kansas City Chiefs, I wouldn't want to see I wouldn't want to see open that door and see what's coming their way on Sunday. It's the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay <laughs> Packers travel to the Kansas City Chiefs will Sunday, one o'clock kick. Holy cow. And have you heard the word? The Kansas City Chiefs. Tyler Palco out. So Kyle Orton has I to take that was Falco. Falco, <laughs> Edie Falco from the uh, Sopranos, might as well be. Um, so you've got uh, your man Kyle Orton in the heart of the beast here against the Green Bay Packers, playing at home. However, playing at home last week, the Chiefs lay a big egg, thirty-seven to ten, to the Jets. Palco or Falco, whatever way you want to call it, one ninety-five and a touchdown. Jackie Battle on the ground for thirty-three, and Dwayne Bow for sixty-nine through the air. The Chiefs just have nothing offensively. Uh, also, they fired their head coach this week, Will. Yes, they did. Todd Haley got thrown out with the trash. Uh, he is He's on the bench. I think they're letting – who's the dude that used to the defensive coordinator for the Patriots? Romeo Cornell. Romeo, Romeo Cornell, Cornell will, yeah. will be uh, head coach for the Chiefs this week. They host the Green Bay Packers. Will, is there any chance for the Chiefs in this game? This might be one of the biggest demolishing – biggest demolishments of the season. I don't see – and the only way that KC isn't beaten by, like, four or five touchdowns if they sit Green Bay starters in, like, third quarter. And that's something to take into consideration, especially all us fantasy right. football players or fans who have got teams going this week. If the Packers get a huge lead, let's say 28 to zip or 35 zip, I think Rodgers gets benched. Then they're probably not going to risk Jordy Nelson anymore. Exactly. You know, they're probably going to yeah. pull the starters. So I, I like what you're saying there. I can kind of feel the same. Um the number's 14. Las Vegas got the number set at 14. There ain't. The Chiefs, won, the Chiefs might score three. The Packers oh. at least 28. You yeah, know, at I least mean, 28. But you guys do be aware of it. You're ne- of course, you're not going to bench Aaron Rodgers, and of course, you're not going to bench Jordy Nelson. But just be aware they might only play a half because this game's going to get ugly, and it's going to get ugly fast. Let's take the Packers minus the 14. Did you like how I made up demolishment? Yeah, I'd never. I was. I, Chris, can you look through a dictionary and see if there is a word such as demolishment? And if so, let us know. I have to bring a little bit of Addison to the table. Thank you very much. You know? Add Junior. <laughs> All right, next up, brother, we're going to Minnesota. The New Orleans Saints travel to the Minnesota Vikings. The New Orleans Saints are playing good, good ball here. They, um, the last, they played a few games at home and got the win. Well, this game was on the road against the Titans. And I. As predicted here, I thought the Titans might upset the Saints. They had every chance to do it, but at the uh, last second, a uh, touchdown pass from Locker fell fell short, and the Saints go away with the win, 22-17. to Breeze, 337 and two touchdowns. I'd like after maybe this 
podcast. Let's see how many 300-yard games Breeze has got this year. It's like everyone. It's got to be at least, yeah, exactly. He's got to be sh- I mean, 80%. He pays for like 5,600 yards or something crazy. There's like four quarterbacks on pace to break Dan Marino's record. I think. Dude, he's just having an unreal game, unreal year. Uh, on the ground, Chris Ivory, 13 for 53. Not much happening on the ground, but as we know, the Saints like to throw. And Marcus Colston caught a lot of those balls from Breeze last week. Seven for 105 and two touchdowns. Those uh, New Orleans Saints travel to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Last week, the Vikings, uh, again, a valiant effort on the road against the Lions, but came up a tad short. Christian Ponder, 11 for 21 for 115 and two touchdowns, did go out of the game with an injury. Joe Webb, you remember Joe Webb from last year? He came in, and he actually moved the offense pretty well. Yeah, he's an athlete, no doubt about it, and he moved that offense. They're saying Ponder will be back, so you guys take a look on your injury reports for Ponder. Um, Percy Harvin, 10 for 69 and a, and a touchdown. Percy's playing really, really good these last three games. Will, the Saints travel to Minnesota. Can Minnesota stay with these New Orleans Saints? I doubt it, uh, very seriously. Yeah, I mean, got, like we said, Breeze playing like he's playing, lights out. They've, he's got some good weapons back there. He's got Sproles, who's been playing really well. And plus Minnesota, AP still dinged up. Not sure if he's coming back. I think I saw that he practiced on a limited basis on Wednesday. So, yeah, I mean, Ponder's still dinged up, so I'm liking New Orleans. Good point about that AP thing. Guys, I know, and specifically in my league, the guy I'm playing has got AP, and he's got him on the bench, and I hope he stays there because if AP gets in this week, I mean – He's a first-round draft pick. He's a super – I mean, he's going to win you the Super Bowl, exactly. you know. That's why my team fell apart. Exactly. So, keep an eye on your injury report for you guys that have AP. Good luck to you. For those who are going against AP like me, I hope his ass stays on the bench. So, with that being said, Wilbur, you like Minnesota? You like New Orleans? Yes, sir. This guy is taking the Minnesota Vikings plus the seven. And the reason I'm doing that – they're playing at home. The Saints, again, don't always play up to their level on the road. Minnesota, they showed some fight last week. I think they'll show some more fight this week. Minnesota plus the seven against the Saints. Next up, brother, we're going to Chicago. The Monsters of the Midway host the Seattle Seahawks. Last week, the Bears on the road in Tebow country against Denver put up a, a, a good effort, but it just wasn't enough. Their offense cannot score with Caleb Haney. Haney, 115, no touchdowns. However, no turnovers for Haney, so at least it was an improvement. Marion Barber had a beast of a day on the ground, 27 for a buck 08 and a touchdown. And then um, the little fella Knox on the outside caught three balls for 37 yards. They will travel, or they will host the Seattle Seahawks, who put a thumping, I mean a thumping, all those Rams on Monday night. Uh, Tavares Jackson, he's playing better. 224 through the air and a touchdown. Marshawn Lynch continues his uh, – his great, great year, 23 carries, a buck 15, and a touchdown. And the undrafted rookie, Doug Baldwin, who was on waivers, he was on a lot of people's mm-hmm. waiver wire, still available, seven for 93 and a touchdown. He's caught a touchdown in the last four games, having a great rookie year. Will, can the Chicago Bears get the W at home against the on-fire Seattle Seahawks right now? I believe they can, Chad. And reason being, their defense is playing good. They got a good D. They're going to key on Lynch. I think Lynch's run of incredible. I think he's got five or six straight 100-yard games with touchdowns yes. involved. I think his his run is going to come to an end this week, and they're going to make Tavares Jackson beat them. And I don't think he can do it. Yeah, he's playing better, but I don't, I just don't think he can carry it if they should, if they are able to shut down Lynch. 
Man, I could not have said it any better. Chicago is still in the playoff hunt. The only they've got to win this game, and they're playing at home. And the only way they can win this game, it won't be offensively. It'll be because of their defense, and their defense exactly. will shut down the Seattle Seahawks. Guys, this is some fantasy info. Listen to what my brother Will is, is spewing right here, because if you got Marshawn Lynch, he has been so great. I know it would be hard to bench him, but I really don't think he's going to do much on the ground. Uh, at Chicago, if you got a, a somebody to sub in for him, it might be just just think about it. It might be worth benching him to start somebody else. Maybe a Halu if you got him on your bench, uh, or a, a Brandon Jacobs, one of those guys. Think about it. I know it would be tough to do, but just think about it. This guy, after seeing the Las Vegas line, Las Vegas has got Chicago as a three point favorite. I think that's a sucker bet too. I think they're trying to get some Seattle money, mm-hmm. dude. I'm going Chicago Bears. This is my play of the week. Chicago Bears minus the three at home. Next up, Wilbur, we're going to Buffalo. Those Buffalo Bills host the Miami Dolphins. Both teams reeling right now. Miami, after a three wins in a row, gets shellacked against the Eagles, 26 to 10 at home. Matt Moore, 11 for 19 and 95 yards in the touchdown, did go out with an injury. But uh, my sources say he will be back to start next week. Reggie Bush, another solid game for Bush. 14 for a bucko three on the ground. And tight end Anthony Fasano catches three balls for 56 yards. They will play against those Buffalo Bills. I don't even know what the Buffalo Bills – oh, actually, I didn't want to know what they did. They got sh- trounced by the Chargers yes. that late game. Yes. Uh, Fitzpatrick, 176. Nothing for Fitzpatrick the last five weeks. He's been a complete fantasy dud. C.J. Spiller, 12 for 46, replacing Fred Jackson. Come on, Spiller, you're better than that. And Stevie Johnson through the air, 116. Their only glimmer of hope offensively was Stevie Johnson last week. Will, two really bad teams, Miami and Buffalo. Who's the worst? This, put it this way, if Roy Williams from the Carolina Orioles coached the Buffalo Bills, he would be mad at the end of this, at, when this game's over because I'd be selling my tickets to Miami fans if there are any there because oh my I, this place is going to be – <laughs> I don't know if there'll be anybody there. I know I wouldn't go if I was a Buffalo Bill season ticket holder. But True. I don't know what to say anything. I have nothing intelligent to say about this game. Well, Zero. you know what? That kind of sounds like how Addison would. <laughs> Addison would probably be very similar to that. <laughs> anyway, you know, I'm with you. Uh, the number set, Miami's a one-and-a-half point favorite on the road. The over-under set at 42. Not much fantasy stuff happening here, Will. Matt Moore, no. We're not. Reggie Bush, you might put him in as a flex. Yeah, that's only option for maybe Miami. Maybe that, that's it. Go. Buffalo Bills, maybe Steven Johnson as a flex. But besides that, no fantasy. I guess we're going to take the Bills at home plus the one and a half. Let's just get through this, though. <laughs> Moving on. All right, bro. Here we go. Carolina Panthers travel to the Houston Texans. Now – what you think about it? I'll give you the stats here in a minute, Will, but okay. tell me what you think about this game because you are a Carolina Panther ticket holder or used to be. I know you love these guys. Give me what you think about this game. I'm down on my Panthers this week because of the egg they threw up in the second half last week, and mm. unfortunately I was there to witness it, yes. most of it anyway. Yes. Um, up 23-7, can't score another point. I mean, it's horrible. But Houston's D is good. You know, they've, they've got one of the top-ranked Ds in the – in the NFL, and Carolina's got to travel there. T.J. Yates, man, you can't say enough about that young man for playing being phenomenal, third stringer, and coming and playing like he is. You know, I think it'll be a good game. I think Carolina's going to uh, keep it close, but I think ultimately Houston's defense will frustrate them, and not they won't win. Uh, Houston all the way. I dig it too. Uh, Houston, 
One one good bit of info. Houston's defensive coordinator, Wade, Wade Phillips. Phillips, has surgery this week. He is the guy who's kind of created this defense, who took this defense, who last year was like one of the worst five in the league, has made them the top five in the league. I think they're going to rally around Wade's absence, really play hard for him. Uh, Vegas got this number set as Houston is a five-point favorite and the over-under 45. I like the Houston Texans defense to shut down Cam Newton and the, um, the Panthers. I think there's not going to be many points in this game, so I really do like the under the total, but I also think the uh, the Houston Texans roll the Panthers, maybe a 24-3, to 24-10 game. Let's go Houston and your double parlay special of the week, under the total, ladies and gentlemen. Houston and under the total. Moving on, my friend, we're going to Indianapolis. The 0-14 Indianapolis Colts host the Tennessee Titans. If Addison was sitting right there right now, Will, he would say, has some comment about, oh, Chad, are you going to back up the Indianapolis Colts again? Oh, Chad, what do you think about the Indianapolis Colts this week? Well, Addison, I will tell you what I think about the Indianapolis Colts this week. They are going to get the outright win this week. Oh, yes, God. ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. The Colts get their first win of the year against these Tennessee Titans who are going to travel there and think they're going to roll over or roll the Colts, and the Colts are going to put up a fight. Will, do you back me up here? <laughs> I'm trying so very hard because you are my friend. You know, I don't think it's too bad of a pick. you got to think that they're not going to go 0-16. I mean, Gotta you know they're believing they're not, but, you know, I'm not in their locker room. I don't know if they've given up or what, but they're still True. playing pretty hard, it seems like. So. But I, so. I don't think it's a bad call. Um, matter of fact, I'll roll with you. Bingo. I like to hear it. Somebody on my side for once. All right. Good job, Will. Fantasy-wise, the Tennessee-Indianapolis uh, matchup, really not much to talk about. You've got Chris Johnson, who's not who's performed terribly this year. He's probably in most people's starting lineups. I might bench. Well, I guess you're going to start him against the Colts. Yeah, you got I mean, to. you got to start him against the Colts. The other thing, Matt Hasselbeck is banged up. Jake Locker, when he comes in, the dude's kind of like Tebow, you know, yeah, kind of like early. Cam Newton. You know, he scrambles. He can make some plays with his feet. He can make some plays on the run. If he starts, he might be worth a, a worth a look if one of your quarter if you got some bad quarterbacks going in your playoffs. So anyway, just a thought. But we do like these Indianapolis Colts to get their first win of the season. They're catching six and a half points at home. Let's take the, take the six and a half, and let's go for the outright win. Go Colts, go. Next up, my friend, the Cincinnati Bengals travel to the St. Louis Rams. As we mentioned before last week, St. Louis Rams. Oh, this is just dreadful to watch. Sam Bradford, 193 and a touchdown. He's hurt again, I hear. He's probably not going to play this week. Check your injury report, but if you've got him starting in your team, you definitely didn't make the playoffs anyway. So don't even bother looking at your injury report for Sam Bradford. Steven Jackson, 20 for 63 and a touchdown. Started that game so strong. Had 50 yards in the first half, 13 for the rest of the game. Ouch. Brandon Lloyd, 5 for 82, no touchdowns. First game in three weeks for Brandon Lloyd that didn't catch a touchdown. They will be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals need a win, Will, and they need it in a bad way. They're on the verge of maybe missing the playoffs after yep. their great, great start. They lost last weekend to the Texas Texans 20-19. to 19. Dalton 189 in a touchdown through the air. Benson on the ground 91 and no touchdowns. Will, I'm interested to see what you think in this game. We know what Addison would say in this we game, exactly but what, 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 what do you say in this game? You know, you got St. Louis that's horrible. Yes. That Bradford's just been an anomaly this year because he's so bad. Uh, then it seems like for the last six, seven weeks, every week y'all are saying Andy Dalton, A.J. Green. Andy mm-hmm. Dalton, A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to have to say it again. I think so. I mean, St. Louis is too bad. And then you got um, Benson. Is that the running back? Yes, Eric Benson. You got Benson running the ball against their horrible run defense. So, okay, Addison, I'm going to give you one. Who day, baby? (laughs) Oh, gosh. No. (laughs) No. But I'm with you, dude. There's no way you can can think the St. Louis Rams will be in this game. It is kind of interesting. I'll throw this – Little bit of factoid at you. Las Vegas opened the number at Cincinnati at just a three point favorite. You know, you figured it'd be a lot big, big bigger yep. than that. Yesterday it already got bet up to seven. So a lot of money pouring in on the Everybody Cincinnati Bengals. On that one. Exactly. I think the Cincinnati Bengals roll in this game too. But the thing I like better in this game, I like under the total forty. I don't think St. Louis can score more than three to ten against the St. Louis, I mean against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. So under the total forty, I can see a twenty four to ten game, maybe 17-3 to three game. Let's go under the total in the Cincinnati Bengals against the St. Louis Rams. Next up, brother, Oakland we travel. Detroit Lions against the Oakland Raiders last week. The Lions finally get a win, and they're still in that playoff race, holding on to a playoff, uh, wild card berth. They're 8-5. and five. Uh, They beat the Vikings last week. Stafford, 227 to two touchdowns. Um, Keelan Williams on the ground replaced the Kevin Smith who went out with an injury and the Morris guy who I thought would get a lot of carries. He didn't really do much yeah. of anything. Uh, 12 for 43, and this is interesting. Calvin Johnson, since the opening first six weeks, has kind of been very quiet. Have you noticed very that? Very quiet. No touchdowns for Calvin last week. He had less than 87 yards receiving. So, anyway, maybe this will be the week they get it going against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, will, the Raiders last week. They were in that game against the Packers and got blown blown away. Uh, Palmer, 247 and a touchdown. Michael Bush on the ground, 78 and a touchdown. And Darius Hayward Bay finally showed himself back to uh, at least being a possible flex starter in fantasy football, 5 for 78. Detroit travels to Oakland. Detroit's got to have a win. Oakland's still in the playoff hunt, too. Who gets the W? Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, too, because both teams are fighting for their playoff lives. Yes. Uh and you got Palmer, who looks like he's finally getting his legs underneath him. Mm-hmm. He's learning that offense. You got Bush that's filled in great for McFadden, and I believe McFadden's still out. Still so, out. You know, they're playing well. Then on the other side of the ball, of course, you got Stafford, you got Johnson. Their running game, it's getting a little shaky. Yes. With like third one, they've third running back they've gone through this year, I think. Yep. So I believe it's going to be a good one. I like Oakland. So do I, my friend. I'm glad you said that. The number is set as a pick'em. Okay, set as a pick'em. Um, I think a lot of people would think, or they pay attention to last week's uh, terrible loss to the Green Bay Packers and say, "Oh, Oakland Raiders, they suck. They got blown away." And so I think Vegas is trying to set that number as a pick'em to get some of those Detroit followers. Oh, that's easy money. That's easy money. Right. Where the truth lies that the Oakland Raiders are probably. Just as good as Detroit is. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they're about equal teams. Playing in a much tougher division. Playing in a much tougher division, and they're playing at home. So, with that being said, Will, I like everything you said about this game. I'm with you. Let's go Oakland Raiders. Even mo- oh, It's a pick em, so let's go Oakland Raiders with the outright win. Next up, this is the game of the week. Yes, sir. Everybody's been talking about this game since – Tebow led the Broncos against the Bears last week with the win. They've been saying Brady versus Tebow, Patriots versus Denver. And here it is, Will. It's just a few days away. New England, last week, got that win against the Skins. Brady does his normal 357, three touchdowns. Gronkowski could be the the best tight end of all time. I mean, this yeah, dude, oh, 160 for two touchdowns. If he can re- repeat this year, he definitely is going to be. I mean, this is unbelievable what, they're, what he's doing. They travel to 
the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have won. What is Tebow's record since he's come back? Seven and one. Seven and one. They are eight and five, and they are leading their division. This is unbelievable. Last week, Tebow, 236 through the air and a touchdown on the ground, led them rushing. 49 uh, yards on the ground. And Demarius Thomas, Tebow's starting to look for this Demarius Thomas. Yep. Like when he busted play, he'll roll out and find him, whatever. 78 for a touchdown. Not bad. He also caught seven balls. Will, everybody wants to know, which direction are we going to go? Are we going New England? Are we going Denver? Are we going Brady? Are we going Tebow? Where are you going? This is a, like you said, game of the week. Yep. You got Denver's defense against New England's offense. You got Tebow. I mean, there's so many good things about this game. And it's a tough one because it's in. It's it's not like the cold's going to make a difference in New England. They're right. used to it, True. so that's that's kind of like a non-factor. But uh, you got to think that if anybody's going to take down Tim Tebow, it's going to be Tom Brady. So I'm going New England. All right, I've been thinking New England up until about three hours ago, and you know I still think. Nope, I can't go with. But until until somebody beats Tebow, I gotta <laughs> roll with him. You know what I'm saying? But I mean. Betting wise, you know, take a little fantasy football and let's add a little betting. Uh, Is that kind of like until Andy wins, you're going to keep exactly, saying they win? Kind of very gotcha. similar to that. A couple weeks ago, nobody thought that Denver or Tebow could score any points. They were like, oh, it's got to be a low scoring game if Denver's going to win. Right. Well, they proved that wrong when they scored 30 some points against Minnesota. New England's defense is probably comparable to Minnesota's defense. New England's defense sucks. They're not good. They're not, right. So I could see Brady scoring. But I can see Denver scoring, too. So I think the safest play in here, let's watch this game for fun. I don't know who's going to win. Tebow Brady is going to be great. Is it a four-clocker? It's a four-clocker. The over the total was set at 46. Bro, I think this thing flies over the total. I can see, like, 35 to 32 last-second field goal for New England or or Prater for Broncos, right. you know. So, anyway, it's going to be a great game. This guy likes over the total, 46, New England-Denver. Can't wait to watch this one. You know ESPN wishes they could change this to Monday night. Oh, you oh. know it. You know it. Uh, next up, bro, Jets, Philly. Last week, uh, Philly got that win against those Dolphins. Vic, first game back, not impressive really at all. Nah. I, man, I think the Eagles might be regretting giving him that $100 million contract. Oh, you think? Just like Atlanta was when he started killing dogs. Absolutely. 15 for 30, 208 for a t- and a touchdown for Vic on the ground. McCoy, 27 carries. He only got 38 yards. But – Two touchdowns, so not bad for LaShawn McCoy. And Deshaun Jackson, four for 59 and a touchdown through the air. They are playing or hosting the New York Jets. Now, the New York Jets are on a little bit of a mini roll right here. Put up a lot of points against the Chiefs D, 37 to be exact. Sanchez, 181 and two touchdowns. Sean Green, God, the dude has had three back-to-back-to-back good games. 24 for a buck 29 and a touchdown on the ground. And he even caught three balls for 58. This game at the beginning of the year, the Jets versus Philly, everybody probably thought this would be the matchup of yep. the decade. You know, what a matchup. Two Super Bowl teams are going, but it hasn't worked that way. It worked out that way for both teams. Will, who gets this win and who gets back on the right track? I'm, I'm going to have to – This is, I think it's a tougher game to pick than what I previously would have thought. Yeah. But uh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to st- stay with the Jets. Uh, I think they know they need to get another win. Mm-hmm. They're right there on the – cusp of being knocked out of the playoffs if they don't watch it. So right. they got to get this win. And like you said, Vic didn't look great last uh this at all this year. No, before he got hurt. He's been pretty bad. Yeah. And I think the Jets D will step up and play the way they're supposed to play. So I'm liking the Jets. Right on. This is interesting to me. Vegas got the number set at 
Philadelphia is actually favored, a one-point favor against the Jets. And as soon as the number was established by mm-hmm. Vegas, it got bet up all the way to three. So a lot of people like Philly. I figure it would be the opposite way. Yeah. Like people would be on the Jets. Exactly. Because I see that kind of line swing, I'm leaning Philly at home. This is crazy. They have like an 8% chance to still make the playoffs, which is crazy. A lot of How? stuff would- – Dallas would have to lose. The Giants would have to lose. All these different scenarios. Kind of so like me getting in the fantasy playoffs. Exactly, which <laughs> rarely ever happens. Um, but anyway, so they still have an outside glimmer. They're going to play hard. I think they're going to win this game. It's a toss-up, like you said. Right. It's going to be a good game. Philly hosting the Jets. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles minus the three to get a W at home. <laughs> Moving on, let's travel to Arizona where the Cleveland Browns, coming off the 14-3 defeat to the Pittsburgh Steelers last week, go to the Arizona Cardinals, who have won three in a row. Arizona is in the playoff picture. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw that. That is unbelievable. Last week for the Browns, Colt McCoy, 209, and a concussion. Ouchie. Uh, on the ground, Ogbanyana. Ogbanyana. I try to pronounce that dude's <laughs> name right every week, and I always get it wrong. 31 yards on two carries. Basically, the Browns did nothing on offense, dude. Nothing. 31 yards was their leading rusher. 55 yards were their leading receiver. We're moving on. We're skipping Cleveland. (laughs) Let's go to Arizona. Last week, Will, Arizona Cardinals. Wow. And a stunning upset against the 49ers. 21-19, they get the win. Um, John Skelton came in to replace Kevin Cobb, who went out with another concussion. Poor old Cobb. But Skelton played really well. 282 and three touchdowns. He was great. Uh, Beanie Wells, 15 for 27, but you're not going to run against the 49ers anyway. So they threw the ball. Fitzgerald, seven for a buck 49 and a touchdown. Will Cleveland traveling to Arizona. Who gets it done down in the, down in the desert? This is an easy one. This I'm going Zona all the way. I mean, Cleveland, they're so boring. It's like They're like watching paint dry yeah, they or staring at a TV screen that's got static on. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just not fun to watch. So I say Arizona all the way, with even with Skelton. If, if he's playing, which I, I think he is. Yeah, they've uh, – sources – actually, I just read something on the injury report. Colt McCoy had to leave practice again with another headache. I don't know if he's going to start for Cleveland. Exactly. I don't even know who their backup is. I have no earthly idea. I mean, they're going to have to get Jake DeLone. No, Jake DeLone's already been <laughs> with somebody. I think uh, – Shit, sign Addison. I, I think, don't know. I think they're actually claimed Bobby Hanna off waivers. Oh, my goodness. Good luck, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um, they're traveling to Arizona. The number's set at 37 and a half. I think you're right. I think Skelton will get the start in front of Cobb because if he's got a concussion, they won't let him play. 37 and a half. There's no way Cleveland scores more than three. Arizona will run the ball and run the ball every down. I can see Beanie Wells going for a buck 50, buck 60. Low scoring game. Let's go under the total. 37 with Arizona getting the W. Hey, I just had something come across the uh – the news line, they picked up Vinny Testaverde. That's who, that's who <laughs> Cleveland's got as a backup. He's Ouchie. 40, I mean, I think he's 52. At least. All right, my friend. Baltimore, San Diego. Two more games to go. This is your Sunday night special. Baltimore traveling to San Diego. And I don't know if you've noticed, Willie, but Phillip Rivers is starting to play a little bit better ball. Granted, it was only against the Buffalo Bills, but uh, three touchdowns he threw for last week. The week before, I think he threw for three touchdowns. Yep. No picks. He's getting it going. He's getting it. He always plays good in December. I don't know what and he's got his now. weapons back. He's Everybody's his, finally healthy. Everybody's healthy, and that's probably a big part he's of got the puzzle. Huge. Uh, Ryan Matthews on the ground, twenty-four, buck fourteen, and Antonio Gates two touchdowns off of seven receptions for sixty-eight yards. He's got his weapons back. I think he's feeling good. Way to go, Philip. They are going to be hosting the Baltimore Ravens. 
Will, last week the Ravens uh, 24-10 over those Colts. Flacco, 227 and two touchdowns. Ray Rice gets another 100-yard uh, day at uh, Bucko, three and a touchdown. And Anquan, five for 57. Not a bad matchup here. Baltimore at San Diego. Wilbur, what you got? I think it's a great matchup. Uh, I think it's going to come down, for me, it's going to be Flacco has not played that great this year. No. And you got Rivers on the other side of the ball that's finally turned the corner. He's got all his boys back. He's got Floyd back. He's got Jackson back. He's got Gates back. He's got all his boys playing good. I'm really liking San Diego because I don't think, even though the San Diego defense isn't great, they are serviceable. Yes. I mean, they've got a pretty serviceable defense, so I'm taking San Diego. I'm with you, man. A win gets San Diego at 7-7 seven and seven and still an ounce of hope to make the playoffs. They're going to fight hard at home. Baltimore is probably the best team in the AFC, but they are traveling. I like the Chargers catching two and a half at home. Let's get it done, Chargers. Last but not least, Will, another great, great matchup. This uh, matchup poises the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> is that a word, poises? I think you made up one too, buddy. <laughs> Ding, ding, the poise. <laughs> poise is. Um, San Francisco hosts those Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger breaks, literally looks like he breaks his whole <laughs> leg and comes back in the second half to perform exactly. admirably. Is that a word? Admirably. <laughs> <laughs> are, you tra- is, are you being possessed uh, by Addison, Addison today? Is taking over my body here. Uh, Roethlisberger, 280 for two touchdowns. Mendenhall on the ground, 76 yards. And Antonio Brown, a monster day. Five for a buck, 51, and a touchdown. They will be traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, the last couple weeks, have not been playing as they did early in the year. They lost us the week 21-19 to Arizona, as we mentioned before. Alex Smith, just a buck 75 through the air. No turnovers, but no touchdowns. Frank Gore, 72 yards and a touchdown. Crabtree, Alex Smith starting to look for him more. Seven receptions for 63. This is a great defensive matchup, Will. But a couple things to note, take note of. James Harrison, suspended for the game because of the hit to Colt McCoy. Lamar Woodley, the linebacker who has been out, will hopefully be starting for Pittsburgh to replace Harrison. Big matchup. At San Fran, who you got? I like it depends. Let me say something. If they get if Roethlisberger somehow miraculously comes back from that right. high ankle sprain, which it looked horrible, yeah, it, like you said, he thought his leg was broken. It looked like it might have been broken. Yeah. But I think if you like defense, you're gonna want to tune into this one. If you like offense, I'd say not. But uh, I'll take San Francisco. San Francisco playing at home. Obviously, I cannot root for them. I got to root for these Pittsburgh Steelers. But I do buy what you're saying about the total. The total is set at 39 and a half. Man, I don't think there's any way this total gets there. This might be one of the ones where it goes like way over, but I don't think they sniff 39. I agree with you. Let's go under the total for the Monday night matchup, Pittsburgh versus San Francisco. These guys are going under the total, 39 and a half. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. Well done, my friend. Your first Fantasy 45, not too bad, not too bad. Let's roll quickly into the optimal fantasy fantasy lineup lineup of the week. week. Yes, and thank goodness Addison is not here today because last week, his optimal fantasy lineup (laughs) of the week, we're going to give it a big fat F. We're not even going to go through it. We're not going to discuss it. We're just going to move on to the better optimal fantasy lineup of the week. That's me and Will's combo. 
Tag Team Optimal. You ready, Wilbur? Oh, you know it. Take us away with a quarterback, friend. This week's optimal fantasy quarterback would be, and I know it's a little surprising, but it's going to be Tim Tebow. He is going to – he might not do it through the air, but I guarantee that boy's going to get in the end zone, and he's playing a New England defense that is absolute doo-doo. So I'm going Tim Tebow. Good call on that, brother. I'm going to take running backs, and I'm going to go Beanie Wells of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Arizona's matched up at home against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns cannot stop anybody. I can see Beanie Wells easily going for a buck fifty, buck sixty, couple touchdowns on the ground. Roy Hallou, my other running back, he'll be my RB two, has been a complete rookie phenom. Uh, catches passes out of the backfield, runs hard as can be. Uh, the New York Giants front four, I don't think they're going to be able to slow them down. I like Hallou and Beanie Wells for RB one and RB two. Next up, Will, let's take the wide receivers. My wide receiver one is Jordy Nelson. He's been playing great all year. You got Greg Jennings getting hurt. He's going to see a few more touches this week. So Jordy Nelson at KC. And then wide receiver two is Victor Cruz of the Giants. He's been playing great here of late and pretty much all season. So I'm taking Victor Cruz. Right on, bro. I'm going to take the flex spot, and I'm going to take Pierre Wee Garçon. You heard it earlier in the show. I called for the outright win, Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans. If that is to come to fruition, that means my man, Pierre Wee-Wee Garçon, <laughs> is going to have to catch at least two touchdowns. So, Pierre, don't do me wrong, brother. I'm going to start you in my flex spot. Will, give me a D. That Wee-Wee never gets old. By the way. I know. Thank you. Uh, oh, actually. I get tight end. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. tight end. Tight end will be Jermichael Finley. Just for the same reasons I said before, Jennings out. He's going to see some more touches more looks his way and plus he's been pretty much an underachiever all year so I think he's going to finally step up this week right on I'm going to take the defense here Will and I want to say the Houston Texans defense as mentioned before will rally around their coach who is going to have is having emergency surgery their defense I think it's the top five in the league playing against the Panthers I think Cam Newton will be pressured maybe throw a couple picks maybe put the ball on the ground with a fumble or two Houston Texans is my optimal defense of the week Will give me a kicker Kicker, we're going with Dan Bailey of the Dallas Cowboys. Boys had a tough two-game stretch. I think he's going to redeem himself this week. And uh, so, Dan Bailey, Dallas Cowboys. Right on, my friend. That wraps up the optimal fantasy lineup of the week. Next, we're going to hit our injury report and our waiver wire wonders. Well, there's not really too much to report on the injury report this week. Um, as you mentioned, Greg Jennings went out. I think it's a sprained MCL. They mentioned he might be out a couple weeks. Is that what it was? Who's that? Greg Jennings? Yeah, it said two, three weeks sprained MCL. That's it. Two to three weeks. I know Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers don't like to hear that, but they are so loaded. It'll probably slow them down a little bit, but they'll still keep it in gear, I believe. And it'll probably be good for to rest him anyway, even though he's in, is injured for playoffs. Yeah, good point. Also, Matt Hasselbeck went out in that game uh, with an injury. He's I think he's like 50-50 to play. Keep an eye on the injury report to see if he goes. If not, Jake Locker will be the starter there. Um, and then the big the, – still the big one is if AP plays or not. That's right. I mean, that's got to – everybody's going to be wondering that. I hope they don't wait till game time. Well, that's what they did last week. I don't see – I mean, he's got to get a full practice in evidently or they're not going to let him go. So, yeah, I, that's true. you know, who knows? That's a toss-up. Right on. Well, those are the big injuries, Will. I don't know. You might have a couple waiver wires – guys to fill in tell you the truth really not I mean James Jones may be out there for uh the Packers maybe it's so late in the year he might be out there to replace Jennings and maybe like Chad said Doug Baldwin might still be out there that's a good grim so really nah there's really not many waiver wire pickups this week basically 
for most leagues, this is the Final Four. You got your starters. He's you right. got your bench. You're not really searching the waiver wire for any studs exactly. now because your team is your team, and you got to go to battle with them for the last two weeks of the season. That's right. So, with that being said, that wraps up our injury report and waiver wire wonders. Next up, Wilbur, this is a new segment here. In the past, we've had to trade or not to trade, but since the trade deadline has passed, you can't trade anymore. We're going to go with to start or not to start. And so, with that being said, I'm going to throw a couple at you. All right. Out of these three running backs, and you have to start two, who would you start of Roy Hallou, Marshawn Lynch, or Brandon Jacobs? Give me two. I'm going to stick my guns like I was earlier when we were doing the Fantasy 45. I'm going Hallou, Jacobs, because I think this week Lynch's streak comes to an end. I think he's had like five or six games straight with 100 yards and a touchdown. I think it finally comes to an end this week. So I'm, I'd go Jacobs, Hallou. Right on, buddy. And I want to play – we got a call this week, and I want to play it for all our listeners here. This is a two-start or not-to-start call. Chad, it's Don Essery uh, from One Source. Man, I need your help, dude. I don't know to play Carson Palmer, Rex Grossman. I ain't got a good quarterback. And I need help on my flex position, Lauren Robinson or Demarius Thomas this week. I'm in the playoffs, brother. I need some help. Well, Don and Newton, I'm the man to help you, brother. Um, Don, this is what I do. Carson Palmer, Rex Grossman, that you, you are having a little bit of quarterback difficulty. And both are potential starters, but I like Carson a tad bit better. They're playing at home. I think it could be a shootout against the Detroit Lions. Um, Carson Palmer's got two of his weapons back. I hear Jacoby Ford and the Daenerys Moore will be back to play this week. If Carson's got Hayward Bay, Daenerys Moore, Jacoby Ford, I mean, he's got, got weapons. some weapons. That's so. right. My man, Don, I'd start that Carson Palmer. And on the other end, Laurent Robinson or Denarius Thomas. Uh, Robinson is banged up with the shoulder, but, man, he's been playing so great. It'd be hard to bench him right now. Even though Tebow is looking for Thomas a lot, I'd have to lean to Robinson. What do you think, Will? Yeah, I'd, I'd be right there with you. I, you know, I think Laurent's getting a little bit, a little bit more healed up. Yeah, okay, good. Well, let's go with the Palmer and the Laurent Robinson, my friend. Don, thanks for the call. Keep them coming, brother. Next up, Will, we've got one more to start or not to start. This is a good one, and this will apply definitely to you. Phillip Rivers or Matt Ryan, I'm in the semifinals of the playoffs, and I need to start the best quarterback. Who's it going to be? I'm going to have to go, and, and interestingly enough, uh, I've been do, fighting this battle all year long. I drafted – Philip Rivers in like what I go second third round third maybe round, yeah. and then I picked, went around and got Matt Ryan right behind him in like the fifth or sixth round just so I could have that trade bait. Well, unfortunately, neither one of them played that well at the beginning of the season to warrant trades that anybody anybody wanted. But if I was gonna have to pick one for this, I think Ryan's been playing a little bit better the last two games. But for some reason, I'm just liking Philip Rivers now. He's got all his uh. His injuries, and all his receivers back, all his weapons. So I'm going Rivers. Yeah, I kind of dig it too. I see uh, the Atlanta matchup. They might score a lot of points early against Jacksonville and then start running the ball mm-hmm. because Jacksonville's not going to be able to do much. And well then, said. But Phillip and Baltimore, I, that could be a shootout. Dude. They could score a lot of points there. So, yeah, I take Rivers there. Last but not least, we've got a, a, a question regarding to start or not to start. I need to start three of the four. Marcus Colston, Brandon Lloyd, Victor Cruz, or Steve Smith of the Panthers. Well, this is where I'd go. Victor Cruz is a must-start. The dude's having a phenomenal right. year. Exactly. They're playing the skins. They're going to score a lot of points. Let's go Cruz. Steve Smith, and I'm going to put Steve Smith on the side right now. Marcus Colson for the Saints offense. He caught two touchdowns last week. Not 
He's not phenomenal, but he's solid. Yeah, yep. he'll get you 70 yards exactly. and maybe a touchdown. So it really boils down to the last spot. Brandon Lloyd against Steve Smith. Let's look at matchups. Panthers got the Houston Texans. The Rams. Who the Rams got? Rams have Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> Two tough matchups. You know, Cam looks for Steve Smith. If they're going to have any offense, exactly. it might be throwing the ball to Steve Smith. Let's go. Steve Smith, Victor Cruz, and Marcus Colston, guys. Thank you for all the emails and the calls. I hope that two starts or not to start segment will help you in your playoff run. And with that being said, Wilbur, that's a wrap, brother. Congratulations on your first fantasy uh, fantasy formula. How do you think you did? Very enjoyable. I think good. I was serviceable. Absolutely. I think I was. I mean, if you got to have a substitute for Addison, exactly. I think I did pretty good. Ad, Will, I think you did great. Addison might be looking for a job next week, brother. <laughs> and with that being said, to all our listeners to the Fantasy Forty Five, brought to you by the Mesh TV. Good luck in your playoffs next week. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week when it's Super Bowl time. Will next week is the right. Super Bowl. So until then, everyone have a happy holidays and be safe. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.